Thanks for tuning into the Weekly Wrap, Friday the 4th of September. I'm Jessica Ramirez, Market Analyst with Bell Direct. Well, it's been a hugely volatile week for the Aussie share market, falling to a five-week low on Tuesday, then clawing back up Wednesday, Thursday, before falling 2.3% on Friday as at 10.30 a.m. Now, Friday's fall was the biggest one-day drop that the market's seen since the 25th of June and dragged the ASX 200 back to that five-week low territory. Across the week, the market was down 1.9% so far, and that is the third weekly fall and the biggest drop that we've seen in nine weeks. So what spooked the market on Friday? Well, we saw U.S tech stocks that have been driving the market higher there for the past five months. They saw their biggest fall in months with investors locking in profits. For the Aussie share market, the same theme emerged. The biggest drag on our market this week was also the high-flying tech sector, which fell for the first time in five weeks as investors feared the entry of international heavyweight PayPal to the buy now, pay later sector, questioning how much it would stunt ASX players' global growth plans. The biggest tech darling, Afterpay, lost 10% and that almost erased last week's gain. But APT still holds a year-to-date gain of 171%. Bell Potter upgraded Afterpay's price target to $99.10, saying APT's new market opportunities in Canada, Europe and Asia should provide strong material gross merchant value growth for the company. While it also has a very unique offering generating 15 million in referrals back to retailers each month. Staying on standout stocks, one of the biggest shiners this week, Lendlease LLC up 9% after the property giant doubled its development production to $8 billion per annum, while also announcing plans to focus on Australian communities and US military housing, while it also announced that it's looking to sell its US telco and retirement businesses. So this new razor sharp focus and strong pipeline were reasons why LLC was reiterated as a UBS and City buy with $14.15.27 respective targets. Moving to the other major themes that emerged this week, well we saw further signs of China's economy continuing to grow. New car sales up sharply in August, 11.2% over the year to 2.2 million cars. That news sent the iron ore price up higher given hot rolled coil, which is from iron ore, is a key ingredient in car bodies. The iron ore price already at a year high though given China's steel demand has continued to grow up about 2% year to date. So you've got strong demand for ore while um, supply is low. But, 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 Vale recently kicked off production again. Now that means Vale will be vying for its portion of its large market share and looking to increase its supply in iron ore. And this will likely soften the iron ore price. So this is important to note for two reasons. Firstly, iron ore is our biggest export. That means the balance of trade exports minus Aussie imports will likely ease again. Secondly, shares in Australia's biggest iron ore majors, Fortescue Metals, BHP and Rio could see downward pressure. And if you looked at Bell Potter and UBS estimates for FMG earnings, both are modelling for incremental falls over the next three to four years. Bell Potter has FMG as a sell targeting a $12.52 price target while UBS maintained FMG as a buy with an $18 bullseye. 
So when it comes to thematics, we're seeing investors reduce their iron ore exposure and top up their gold positions. Given the safe haven commodity, gold is likely to see further support as the US approaches the November election. But the big news item this week in Australia was that we entered our first recession in 30 years. The Aussie economy shrank 7% from April to June, more than the 6% forecast. Something to think about is that spending on services fell 18% due to travel restrictions and lockdowns, while savings to income ratios skyrocketed from 6 to 20%, with government support playing a big part. So the question is, how much longer will travel and service restrictions keep the economy underwater? Well, given the uncertainty and no vaccine is in sight, GDP data is likely to be volatile over the next year. Estimates are GDP will likely fall 1% next quarter, extending its economic slump to three straight quarters before recovering 1.4% in Q4. So what does that mean when it comes to investing? Well, you might like to consider that certain sectors tend to produce more stable returns in recessionary cycles, such as consumer staples and healthcare. Both are up about 5.5% year to date. The tech industry also predicted to continue to outperform amid the dependency on technology, the cloud, cybersecurity, online shopping, as well, while investors continue to chase the sector's earnings and share price growth, which is why the tech sector is up a massive 31% year to date. So when it comes to the consumer staples space, slower growth is expected, but Coles and Metcash will continue to see demand throughout the slowdown, both a Goldman Sachs and city buys. For healthcare exposure, consider medical giant CSL was re-stamped as a UBS buy this week as immunoglobulin volumes are up 11%. Or take a look at the IVF company uh, Virtus Health, VRT, also a UBS buy as it started its financial year with a bang. And for some tech juice, you could look at uh, Life360, 360 is their ticker code, a family safety and tracking app that appears to be the new tech darling on the block. It's up 170% from the COVID low and Bell Potter targets another 64% share price growth in a year. Another question is how will households spend their savings by the year end? City expects discretionary retailers with online models will get a kick next quarter favouring super retail and Harvey Norman as buys. Given consensus expects sales growth to continue and both are quite conservative with their estimates. Moving to what to watch next week. Well, business confidence is out on Tuesday for August, followed by consumer confidence numbers for Wednesday. And these are expected to remain low, at least until Victoria is out of lockdown. So there's plenty to consider and look at. On behalf of everyone here at Bell Direct, have a happy and safe weekend. I'm Jessica Ramirez. See you next week.